Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers, where it's the first of the year, and we've survived winter. Yep, that's um, right. Can you say the that? Zombies. Happy New Did not Year come. to you. What? Can it's freaking fifty degrees outside. Dude, I I was in California after Christmas. It was eighty degrees. I was wearing shorts and a hoodie. Everyone was run, like running around with coats on. It was the weirdest thing. But uh, all that I care about, all that I care about, is that we record from Utah and we have no snow. No I know. Snow, I don't I have to shovel. It's you awesome. Don't know how to drive in the snow. I it's fantastic. Snow. I wish I didn't have to live where it snowed. I love the you fact that it hasn't snowed. You are in the wrong snowed. state, except for this year. Yeah. I love it. I have not had to shovel my driveway once. Yeah, it's been very nice. Yeah. 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 There's a little bit of frost on my window in the morning. It's not enough that I have to scrape it. I just turn the heater on and wipe my windows and drive. Not it's, me. It's nice. It's great. I must be. I don't know if where I live is like. Well, I, Frost Central because I have to scrape it. Well, it's probably because you're getting the canyon winds that zip through because I know about where you live. So, yeah. Do not uh, say where I live. I'm not. I'm saying okay. I know where you live. So, so volume needs to go quiet. down a bit. Is that no, what you're no, saying? No, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying that when we're speaking, we're speaking very loud, and Mackenzie's very quiet. Okay, so Mackenzie needs to increase her volume, or we can digitally increase. Her or volume. we'll but then digitally she gets increase it. Did you really just say that after what we were just talking in between shows? I don't yes, remember yes. what we were talking about. Okay, so we'll so anyways. First episode of the year, we're going to be talking about a movie that came out at the end of the year that we tried to talk about that somehow didn't work, and so we're going to talk about it again. It got lost in the know. time stream. Okay, now we're maxing everything out. Yay! Now we're maxing out. Oh, well, Dan's maxing out. Oh, I guess I'm maxing out too. Oh, there we go. Okay, there we go. We're adjusting things. There we go. So, right, so basically, uh, listeners. We, we recorded a show that was awesome. Yes, it was. we jumped in on the conversation that is splitting the fandoms oh, yeah? uh, right down the center. And, and we, my dogs gave their opinion. Yeah, and we weighed in. And apparently we had audio recording issues. So now we are testing some new audio recording techniques, which is what you're getting to experience live. Yay! And we're going to get to talk about... The Star splitting, Wars, the splitting of the fandom, the splitting oh. of the force, the great, the great divide. Yes, um, I have had no desire to see it again. I am sorry. I've seen it eight times. My my favorite yeah. thing. Thus, we see the two spoiler, extremes spoiler already. Oh, Can I, I throw think, that out there, I or is been, that? I think it's been long enough okay. that you're so, fine. Yeah, you know, we're I'm, almost a month out. I think anyone listening to this, if you haven't seen it, it's your own fault. I love how Snook <laughs> said exactly what I was thinking the entire time. I, I saw. I saw the, the first one. It was, or at least the previous one leading up to that with uh, with Kylo Ren. Why? Why with the mask? 
Why, why are you such a, a little that kid? Was an why are you point. so ridiculous? And when he said that, I loved how he then destroyed that ridiculous and then was like, all right, maybe I will grow up a little bit. And he did. He seemed to, well, I don't know, kind of. So I think there, be less this is ridiculous. an interesting point. Yes, but I think Snoke was really kind of annoyed with him because he had fostered this idea that he was going to be the next Darth Vader. So I'm pretty sure he's the one that said, put on a mask, become like Vader, blah, 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 blah. And then suddenly he's like treating him like a little child. Um, but he also failed at the end of The Force Awakens because of Rey. You're right, he did. Um, it's very interesting what's happened. I mean, set episode seven, a lot of it looks like it was trying to you know revitalize everyone's love for Star Wars. Uh, from J.J. Abrams. It didn't need to be revitalized. I know, I know. But then I we get to it. eight, and it's like Disney and Ryan Johnson are just saying, we don't care if you're a fan or not. We don't care what you think. This is where the story's going. I mean, from the moment you see Luke Skywalker, Ray hands him the lightsaber, he looks at it. Everyone's thinking, oh man, you know, he's going to train Ray, and he throws the lightsaber over his shoulder like he doesn't care that was and walks moment. off. It's like, the second I saw that, it's like, I had no clue where this movie was going. See, and you know what I thought of about that whole mask comment? To me, it felt very, there was a very in-depth, deep, meaningful reason for it. And it felt like we had two separate writers, and one writer was criticizing what the other writer had come up with and established. Kind of. And I, I mean, kind of. Like you know criticism. It was like Ryan Johnson Garrett was calling J.J. Abrams out a little this bit. Is, it's like he did that more than once in this show. Okay, yes, have you he noticed did. that? Yes, like, yes, I have. Little tiny things like, you're building up for this? You think that's important? Nah, let's See, look it over here. The cool part so, about Darth Vader being in what he was in is because he needed it to survive. Well, he was so far gone honest, and so didn't... far destroyed from all the things that had happened to him. But well, we didn't know that until Empire Strikes you're right, Back. But this is the amazing thing about Darth Vader. When he shows up for the first time, all the villains we've ever seen in cinema and that were just guys. We didn't see any, you know, they, they wore darker clothing, but they had a human face. They were human beings. Yeah. And then the Star Wars shows up. And he walks onto. We see the stormtroopers come out. And we're like, okay, this is interesting. And then you, you know, they're all in white and kind of black. And you see this menacing figure with his helmet. I mean, you can't even and see his the, human features. There's no expression. Exactly. Yeah. It, it separates you from having any sort of empathy with him yeah. because he's not like you. And then he does these horrible things that sets him up as an amazing villain. Yeah. And and everyone's just. I mean, everyone's just like, oh, you're not. He's still one of my. All-time favorite villains. Oh, I mean, oh, he's, completely like, he's iconic. He's he's almost above the villain status. He's. I mean, I, I think villains, and I don't think him because he's he's just he's Darth Vader. Yeah, I mean, he's not. He's just the oh, he's evil. Palpatine. Who cares? Vader exactly is the embodiment of total evil in, in stars. When you think about it, you know, the Force choke, uh, the deep. James Earl Jones voice. Yeah. I'm sorry, um, the force choke kind of got ruined for me after Rogue One. Rogue One, yeah, was dumb. No, it was not. No, when he they pulled that force choke and Don't okay, choke on your ambition. Nobody even laughed oh my in the theater. People actually moaned audibly. I know. Like, oh. I think they did yeah. it. Mind you, know, it would have been I, so much oh. better if he wouldn't have said a word. Just did the force choke. And then walked away. And then it would have made the awesomeness at the end that much better. Uh, but the yeah. amazingness of Vader at the end, beautiful. Beautiful. I got 
of scared. I hadn't been scared of Vader in a long, long, long time. And uh, Rogue One made me scared of him again. Well, this is the Vader we've always wanted to see. Because, you know, let's face it, in the movies, we didn't really get to see much. You know, even in Return of the Jedi, it was still kind of clunky and clumsy. Um, but seeing Vader in the end of Rogue One, where he's just obliterating everyone. I mean, there's the stormtroopers aren't even there until the very end. They, they walk up, and he's already obliterated everything. Uh, just fantastic. Oh, I mean, yeah. slamming the guy to the ceiling. Lightsaber. Oh. See, and that was the best part of Rogue One. It was amazing. It was incredible. Yeah. And it, yeah, it made that entire, it was the period on the now, movie. the great divide, as you mentioned earlier, is we had, there are fans that are petitioning for Disney to just I thought the guy was drunk when the he guy asked. Was, the main guy that started that was originally drunk. But it's that, gaining. And that's traction. the problem, is that he, he even, he, he's tried to say, guys, I was drunk. I, I don't. I didn't mean this. If it's out on the, the internet, is, it's is there forever. It has there. a life of its own. Yeah, uh, and, and his father has abandoned him. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Disney wants to, you know, it's to tell Disney to dis- disregard this movie, redo it, move forward. Which would annihilate Carrie Fisher's last performance. It would. Um, no! Because Which it was sad. amazing. Um, she, but at I the same her. time... I'm going to cry. I, Disney's not going to do that. No, they're, they won't. Uh, of course not. Bro, they are the money, the money that would go into that, the loss of money. Yeah, well, well it's not like a loss of money. They, they well, already have the money. Yeah, they've already made well, back the money. Yes, but the, there would still be a loss of revenue if they were just to toss it aside and throw oh, it out. You're right. I mean, I there's wonder, still the, all the franchising, the, the the residuals from you know the more. Technically, so they could have it still. be like a four stream or something. Though Dan's seen it eight times. You've you've probably paid one of the actors' salaries already, taking all your kids and stuff, right? No. <laughs> No, I've only taken my kids once. Um, oh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> but um, no, it's it is it's a good movie. It is. It's it is. It, it is, is a well made. They movie. did a well great scripted. job with the scripting. They've done a great job with the cinematography. It's, it's They've done a great do. job with it's very well scenes. done. It's just a lot of fun there stuff are some it. things, and majorly one thing that is what's causing this divide, and is it, it Luke? is Luke's character. Where he's gone, you know, in the extended universe books, it, it did exist until Disney acquired the product. Luke was a very strong, powerful character. But he was not perfect. He fell to the dark side for you're, a while in the books. Well, you're right. He was not perfect. You're right. But he was still a strong, powerful. Well, he character. fell to the dark side, but that was still fulfilling a prophecy of Star Wars, which is what I feel like they're doing now with Ray. Uh, the prophecy in Star Wars. I'm is, still sad about his uh, wife. And I know it's not a hundred percent correct. I can't remember it exactly. But there's the one, uh, one that falls to the dark side, returns to the light, is a is a, a powerful je- Jedi. They. At that point, they now know the balance of both light and dark. Um, and after Luke returns to light, he is able to, you know, uh, do force lightning. But it's emerald; it's an emerald color. Oh yeah, I remember that. Um, Was that the Swarm Queen or a different? One? Yeah. So you know, and then you know, Revan, Darth Revan, has done the same thing. So I kind of see where they're going with Ray because there are several points in the storyline in the movie that is mentioned where Ray can control both the light and the dark you know when she's working with luke and he's like he's like you know he is afraid she's like i see the darkness and he's like pull back pull back and she just goes for it she's like you just went for it but she's in complete control 
you know, even when she went down into the cave, she was controlling what the dark side was showing her. Granted, it didn't show her exactly what she wanted, but she was still controlling it. She wasn't afraid or anything. Do you feel that was a cop-out about her parents? I don't, I, in regards to her parents, I don't believe uh, Kylo Ren is telling her the truth. Um, but even if re- he was, though. Even if he was, and her parents aren't a Skywalker, which is kind of that point that they're making at the very end with the kid and the broom and the Force, is that anyone can be a Jedi. Anyone yeah. can become a legend. Anyone can change the right. course of the galaxy. And now that most of the Rebel Alliance, or I guess it's not the Rebel Alliance, the Resistance, the Resistance. has been completely wiped out, now it falls to every individual yeah. person who's not a Kenobi or a Skywalker to be able to step up. Yeah. Or a Solo. The gal- yeah, yeah, or to change the galaxy. Yeah, well, and, and I think that's kind of where they're going. They're trying to get away from the Skywalker. Well, they specifically said the next trilogy is not going to be Skywalker right. related. Um, and and, and it, Which is really sad because the Skywalker family line is great. They do have their flaws in the books. Um and I understand they can't continue on with that because, let's face it, Mark Hamill and everyone's has gotten older. We've lost Carrie Fisher. We can't really continue on with that storyline. They should um, have taken it from Lucas back in the 80s. But he wasn't ready to let go of that. I know, I know. but then we wouldn't have the prequels either. Yeah. See, no, Only he nice. knew how to write dialogue. <laughs> no, no, no. See, what they should have done. Are know. you going to tell me every word I just yes. said in that sentence is wrong? Everyone has their own opinion. I think that they should have kept... I think you're right. They should have kept going with another trilogy about Luke, Leia, their kids, going along lines, more along lines with the books, but done it in the 90s, except... George shouldn't have been writing it. He should have run the or the first instead draft, of the prequels, and then someone else come in as a writer, yeah. someone else as a director, just like with Empire and Return of the Jedi. To clean it up, yeah, exactly. But here's the thing: even if they had done another trilogy with when the prequels came out, that's only 16 years since the last since you know yeah. the Jedi had came out. They could have picked it up then too. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, it would have been nice if they would have leapt forward, and we would have got older Han and Luke and that, and we. All the stuff in the books was still relevant, but then we had a movie with them mm-hmm. being older, having their children, and going so forth. Which we, we kind of got in The Force Awakens, but not enough. Yeah, it was I mean, we, too far we gone. We kind of got that. Ben is a solo instead of a, instead of Luke's son. I, we don't have Jason and Gina. We don't have Anakin. We don't have Mara. Uh, we don't have Mara. Mara. However, you know, they are forging their own path. They're going with the storyline, and there is some really good stuff that has come out of the movie. One, there's a really strong moral in there, and not a lot of people are picking it up, but heroes are people, and they have faults. We mm. see that in Luke. You know, he had a moment of weakness, which I really believe Snoke had a hand in fueling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Snoke, I, I honestly believe that Snoke implanted that yeah. that thought into his yeah. head. Um, it He's, would make sense. Yeah, it, but he stopped himself. But it he wasn't did. that moment of weakness. Because that's akin to us being in front of Hitler about one year before he came to power. Heck, yeah. one night before he came to power and slaughtered people. Like, well, having the chance to be able to end it right then. Well, he, no, I'm just saying he had a moment of weakness, but he stopped. He didn't follow through with that, with, with that doubt. But again, it wasn't the moment of weakness that people are upset about. People yeah. can live with that moment of weakness because we can see our own self. But it's, and it's Luke, but it's Luke's descent it was the 30 into... 30 years after yes. that. Yes. 30 years of wasted time. Yeah. No, I agree. And 
you know, after playing... And closing himself off to the Force. Yeah, after playing Star Wars Battlefront... Oh, and Han to die. Yeah. I mean, after playing Which Star Wars Battlefront 2 with the storyline, I was thinking, okay, this compass that he finds is going to be something of value. What the heck does the compass have to do with anything? Nothing. Exactly, nothing. Luke's character became really pointless, it seems like, after Return of the Jedi. It seems like he lost his focus. He tried to rebuild the, the Jedi... That failed. He ran away. And then he became whiny like he was in A New Hope. But Yoda yeah. came was back. Or was he just really like, oh, he reverted back to being a teenager He kind of did. But I really like where Yoda, they brought Yoda in. Which was the which best puppet of the movie. Fantastic. I, I like that. It was the original awesome. puppet. He was the crazy, wily Yoda that we saw in Empire and Return of the Jedi. Not the, you know, the Yoda we saw in the prequels. See, I wish he would have gone the Yoda route and gone cray-cray. Instead of we curmudgeon, he kind of did. He kind of got a little crazy and a little bit like Unhinged. old Ben. Yeah. Um, but what Yoda said was perfect. That you didn't learn. Our mistakes are where we learn the most. I mean, he flat out validated you made a mistake, Luke. But instead of charging forward, you ran. Well, and the crazy thing is, is that I think I read somewhere that that negated the do or do not, there is no try. It really didn't. No, it didn't. No. No. You know, he did. He did something. He didn't try. He did something. It failed. He ran away. You know, there, there wasn't a try at it. He failed. It's almost like he forgot that lesson. He did. Or what he that, forgot lesson that lesson was meant to be. You know, and then, you know, and then the next thing Yoda is, you know. The burden of a master is for their pupils to surpass them. That's something we have to live with. And that I think that's what finally kind of clicked mm-hmm. uh, with Luke uh, to make him show up. I really wish he would have shown up instead of force projected himself. But that was so awesome it because it really gave cool. the opportunity to get all shot at. Yeah, and it was then... a distraction. It was, he was the perfect decoy. I know. It yeah. was really cool. Uh, and honestly, I, like but, I liked that better, just because of his death. Like we knew yeah. he was going to die in the end of it, but, and the fact that why? he just went on his own. Like he 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 was so exhausted from his use of the force that it just it was it ended him. Yeah, and that was a beautiful ending for him to be able to transition into the force. Like You're that right. was beautiful. And, and let's face and it, if he would have been struck down by a lightsaber, I wouldn't have had that same. It would have been, been the same as it was when when Ben died. Well, Han. I mean, no, Ben. Oh, right. In the original. Original. Yeah, the original Ben, right. The original yeah. Ben. Well, I don't know. Only if that swing that killed him was just about as slow and painful <laughs> as that one from Vader. I mean, I imagine that's that's what it would look like if well, I mean, there hit is, you with a cane. They've gone back and, and explained <laughs> why that fight was so slow. Because Anakin was in conflict with seeing Obi-Wan and facing him again. Because the last time he faced him, he got a, he got he lost a leg and two limbs or yeah two legs I thought he lost two legs both and legs. A, the other limb excuse me I um, that I've kind of lost faith in uh, yeah, all these retcon I know the retcon stuff is because really I rewatched horrible. something called the, the Star Wars was saved in the editing bay and I watched and listened to some of the original lines if my blade should find its mark you will cease to exist like almost meaning like whoever got hit with a lightsaber in the original yeah. rendition <laughs> the original script of Star Wars would just disappear like <laughs> See, it wasn't some why... spiritual crossing over it was like Lightsabers eliminate the body. See, that's why they need oh. somebody to come in and clean up 
yeah. Lucas stuff. And that's, that's as much as we love him. Just he's got brilliant ideas. He just doesn't know how to follow through. He has created a good meat to the story, but. He's created right. a fantastic oh. universe, a world, a sandbox to play in with amazing characters oh, at amazing. depth. Incredible. He just lacks in how to have that dialogue. You know, uh, there are some writers out there that are amazing at dialogue, but they lack in the world building part. I mean, everyone has their strengths and weaknesses, yeah. and his weakness happens to be dialogue. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. I mean, even with the current movies, there are. Even episode eight has some weird dialogue. Um, so does seven. But we let it go because everything else is really great. Um, you know, why the heck did we go to Canto Blight? And what does that have to do with anything? I have no clue. What's Canto Blight? That's it's the, the gambling world. Oh. It's the episode one feeling yeah. scene. Yeah. You see, and I, I feel like this, this new one really did that. They kept going back. And they kept taking elements from previous episodes May I? and making it another episode. Say, oh, look, it's something new. And well, I, I really felt there was a lot of rehab. May I point that's, out that Poe is the one who destroyed the Resistance? He is. Uh, there is a reason for that. Star Wars is built on, is kind of like, the main theme of Star Wars that George Lucas has always said is it's a haiku. It's built on a haiku. There's reoccurring themes. So that's why we keep As in the poem like style? Yeah. Yep. That makes no sense. Yeah, well, that's how he does it. See, and, and that's not, even all these things we've talked about aside, that's not the reason that personally I didn't enjoy it. Now, it was an amazing movie, amazing writing. Yeah. I enjoyed it as me, I was watching it. But for me, like, going to a Star Wars movie is all about escapism. Mm-hmm. It's all about leaving feeling like, wow, that was amazing. It was, it's this, you leave with a happy feeling of, wow, that was incredible. I just went on an amazing voyage. But with this new Star Wars, it is so much more grounded in reality. Our heroes can fall. It's just such a darker tone. It's more reality based. Like almost all of the resistance annihilated. Yeah, you like, you, you get that feeling in your gut, like wow, they barely made it out. That that sucked. But see, that's why I liked it because. But how come people are hating this one when Rogue One pretty much did the same thing? Because of what they it did with, with Luke. hope. Yeah, Rogue One, at the end of Rogue One, it left you with, yeah, inspiration. You're like, oh my goodness, she found it! And then it moves moves into the sequel they made in 1977. (laughs) I mean, really, that's what it is. And and, and, and we knew knew going into this, this is uh, part two of three. Part twos of threes are always dark. The Empire Strikes Back had the same criticisms. It was too dark for its time. Well, and this is now, uh, you know, I, I... so this may strike a chord some people. This is actually my second favorite Star Wars film now. Okay, what's your first? Empire. Okay. So I won't get too mad then. That's okay. But again, then Jedi. we still have Empire, the return Jedi, of the Jedi of the trilogy. And New, Hope. New Hope. And so yeah. we're hopeful that even though and it wasn't written, one. even though it wasn't written, I wish they would have actually had a solid vision for all three. But from yeah. how it sounds, it sounds like they're kind of just flying by the seat of their pants. But at least we know but that the trilogy, But that presents us with an issue three, of Carrie Fisher. Well, exactly. see, and that at is the, the part problem. part three hopefully will lift up what we've been... So part yeah. three was originally supposed to be Carrie Fisher's character of Leia is supposed to confront Kylo Ren. Yeah. That's not going to happen now, unfortunately, because of events. So I, I really believe blew her up. I really believe <sighs> Luke as a force ghost is going to 
be more prominent in this next movie. What wouldn't surprise me is if that line that he says, "If you strike me down now in anger, Ben, yeah. I will never, I, I will never leave you. Uh, yeah. I will always be with you." Like, I it have makes a me wonder that, if they reshot that, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm betting that was a reshoot yeah. so that they could have his Force Ghost be a major part in that third one, replacing yeah. the light. No, and I think that's what it's going to be, and that's how it's. Now he's stronger, uh, you know, because of his mistake. He's come back. You know, that is the one thing that, you know, even Kenobi said when he was fighting, you know, Vader. You strike me down, I'll be more powerful than you can ever imagine. And I think, yes, it sucks that Luke has gone to the way of the Force, but I honestly believe we'll now see a much stronger Luke that will be able to help Rey establish the Jedi Order, as well as, you know, he will be badgering Ben like no other now. That's going to be awesome. With but, the modern humor. That's yeah. going to be fun. Yeah. And, but and, it also you makes can... you wonder, are they going to kill her off screen or do they have enough footage to splice something together no. from old This movies? is what... Uh, this. Not old They movies, don't have but... anything. I don't think they have anything. Oh, no. Now I'm really curious. Can a force ghost move things? Can he yes. use the force? Yes. Look a lo- yeah. So, Yoda in the light. so yeah. technically Look, he could be Yoda, like a poltergeist. I mean, Yoda... <laughs> Yoda created a lightning storm and destroyed the tree. That The yeah, tree... Point. Good point. You that know? was funny. This is, yeah, this is going to be like, if they do it right, that could be really, really fun. Yeah. I mean, there, there's so many things. Honestly, right. there's two ways they can handle this. One, it's in the scroll. Or two, they start episode nine immediately with her funeral. And say it was consequences of... Just of all the events. I mean, she, she got sucked out into space for crying out loud and had to pull herself into the ship using the Force. That's the first time we've ever seen Leia use the Force. Not only that, I mean, a couple of years could have passed. I mean, yeah. look at the other movies. Like, yeah. years passed between every other movie. It's just this one just happened to you be You know, like, it's funny. Oh, and we're still going. Yeah. See, I think I think the whole Force thing was... Because, I, I, I mean, did, did she really study the ways Am of I going to have to do silence, I kill you again on this? It's the no. whole... Yeah, it's using the Force to Mary Poppins herself back into the ship. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'm, what I'm saying is, is there... Like, did she really like train as a Jedi, or is that was that more of like a instinctive reflex? I think that was the an force inst- yes. inside of her yes. is was like, you know what we're saving her now. You're saving rather yourself than, compared than to last her, time, rather than her people... subconsciously, rather than her self consciously thinking, okay, I now need to bring myself into I ship. I think she's used the force a little bit. I don't think she's been using it like we've seen would have seen in the books, but I think that yes, that was a. A more of a na- reflex a rather reflex, than a reaction. Uh, yes, I feel know. like she's been using it her entire time as general, the, and maybe the she has. To see things a little ahead of time. Yeah, you know, and maybe the, she the, does the ability but... to inspire other yeah. people to be able to reach oh, into yeah. their hearts well, and say, "You can do this." Well, without if, waving if her that finger is the case, well, and it explains why she couldn't find Luke with the Force. He shut himself off to it. Well, yeah, and if that is the case, then she is more of a sentinel. Um, that uses battle meditation, which would make a lot of sense, you know, because you see her on, you know, when the battle's going on, you see her on the bridge and she's just sitting there. So I could, and things are manip, you know, that um, Bastila Sean from uh, Knights of the Old Republic was that type. She would meditate and she could manipulate things by inspiring her troops, and and it would. Uh, uninspire the other troops which really sucks when poe turned her off on the transmission mm-hmm. but we got haldo and she yeah. was awesome um you know so Kapikaze. could explain why they should have done that with, they should have had that entire role just be akbar i mean that could really have explained why kylo hesitated you know he was dead set and then he suddenly hesitates 
Um, and then somebody else does it for him. Then someone else does it. You're right. Uh, so it would be interesting to find out, but they don't really explain that. That is the one thing that's fr- so frustrating. They, you know, like the aftermath books would have been a fantastic book series to explain all these things. Nothing. Um, but because they want to leave things open for the next directors. Yeah. They want to make sure that those gra- that ground doesn't cover. See, and I think that's the that. issue with this new trilogy is there's no blueprint. No, I, I think there is bare bone, but they really don't know. So. It is frustrating. It is it was still a good movie. Oh, no. I enjoyed of, it as I was watching yeah, it. There just was a after. lot of fantastic. Fun movies. And I love I love classic movies like Casablanca and yeah. The Godfather. But the problem is, is that they're not feel good. Come out of it. Yeah. I just it went through a sci-fi venture type movie, and I don't feel like this one was either. If you want something like that, it I felt, say go to Jumanji. The ending but. felt too final too. No, it definitely felt like a, oh, there's still one more coming. See, and even now, now if you're going to compare it to like movies like The Godfather, I, I still don't feel like it, really, it even matches up to that. Because like The Godfather, yeah, is it happy at the end? No, but at the same time, you're you're just awestruck by the amazingness that just happened and the craziness and all. You're like, whoa! So you're saying that there was no awestruck but in the filmmaking? I didn't. I, I I mean, there there was the the, the hyperdrive. Really just made me go, wow, yeah. Other than that, though, it, you I mean when she did the hyperdrive? That was, that was yeah, the really Kamikaze. cool. That was really cool. But then I have the one question: Then why aren't X wings and all these other ships doing that? They're why too little. Sh- why suddenly? Well, yeah, I mean, are we doing that it, now? Think about it: you Kamikaze an X wing into the side of a star destroyer. Boop. You're right, but X wings have hyperdrives. Well, yeah. So but, if you if you did that, that would at least pierce through a few, uh, you know, a few layers. Maybe it's but, not enough to go or, all the or, way through. Or would it even just get destroyed on the shields? Would you have to have shields down to even make that we possible? Don't. A bigger ship, I don't see that being the case. A bigger ship, size size comparison wise, it's new. That's it's, physics. It's, it's going to go through. It's something bad's going to happen. Shields aren't going to fix that. Yeah. Now my question is: with that hyperdrive blast into okay. the ship. How come it annihilated all the stormtroopers magically, but Rose and Finn were just fine? Like, they're yeah. completely surrounded, and all of a sudden, oh, looks like we're alone. I guess we're alone and, now. And, and, and Phasma survives, too. Um, See, again, another... Plot. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, there's there's so many things. The other but thing... But BB-8 was awesome. I mean, the... Yeah. Taking over. The Finn adventure. Yeah. I mean, the other thing... Shields wouldn't matter. We already know that because, oh, why? Han and Chewie zipped through the shields around Starkiller Base because they were in hyperspace. Well, those oh, yeah. shields. Those shields operated at that. <laughs> are all shields like that? I would, assume that, all, like that. I would assume that all shields are the same. That's uh, I with the my other favorite part of this. That's my yeah, I would assume that they're Awakens. constantly it's modulating frequency, so that would have to be the same. But it's classic Han. I love that I know, part. but if we go by the theory... Yeah, I mean that would ha- they'd have to apply that because if it's already been established in a movie that is canon, you gotta keep that going. Well, then you're and that's have just have Kamikaze X-wing pilots, and, and then you'll upgrade maybe they'll do it in the third movie. Maybe. Just to make yeah, sure. and then next thing you know, people are gonna be like, "What is this?" Like, but what if nobody again, thought about it before she did? Right. But then again, I still have the same question: Why did those bombers move so freaking slow in space? Oh, Weight right? doesn't matter. Exactly. And why aren't they shielded? They're full. That whole bottom thing is full of bombs, and they're not going to shield that ship. What? It seems Plot. to me like it's a little bit know, weird, a weird shape too. Oh my god! You didn't have to have a big long thing. You could have like made it just a little bit wider and fatter. I know. That puts some hey. big old rockets on the sides. Personally, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the Y wing, man. I, I missed my Y wing. See, the Y wings were. 
bombers. Those yeah. were fantastic. I thought those were the bombers. They, they were fair. They came they, in with they the were a little bit cannons. slower. They were a little bit slower, but they were still very maneuverable. These and things they had were great crap. Yeah. Why wings had good shields? Yeah. Because they didn't want to explode. I mean, exactly. they had bombs on them. Not only that, what the heck? The rebel troop carrier? What the heck is up with that? It looks like a sky car, like extended. <laughs> you I, I know? feel like, like some of their designs, they're, yeah. they're trying too hard to look different. Yeah. It's like, you, you know, this you don't need to. went in a completely different re- re- section. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like trying to. It's like darker. It's like trying it's like to redesign a bed. Our Empire Strikes Back is so much darker. It has to have a same basic shape. You can't just do all sorts. You can't put spikes in the middle of it just to make it different. Oh, you could. It would look cool. It would, but that's not a functioning bed no, at that it's point. <laughs> I feel like you two could go on about this. Oh, yeah, we like could. We're we over the 30 minutes. All right. We, are we well should probably wrap this up. Yeah, Bye, just everybody. Stormtrooper helmets. Ugh. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so, uh, just letter grades. Let's go around, and then we'll wrap this up, because otherwise I'll just keep talking. So, uh, who wants to go first? Mackenzie C does. plus. <laughs> wow. Ouch. I'm sorry, but I really, I'm going to be honest, I really, really enjoyed it as I was watching it, but the more I've thought about it and the more I've thought about it in terms of Star Wars, it's above average. It's average. Okay. C plus for Kenzie. Mackenzie. All right. Mackenzie has spoken. Solid C. Solid, Solid C. C. It, wow. it's, it's, a of, it's a lot of rehash. There was some good acting in it. I, I did like a lot of elements of the story, but I just I kept getting pulled into the in, into the I kept getting pulled back into previous episodes where I'm like, oh, I've seen this already. Oh, they're doing that again. Or oh, all right. See, his reasoning's different than mine, though. Yeah. And and so I didn't I didn't get it's and similar, then at the same time in the, at the end like, I didn't get that big I didn't get that uplifted. Wow. Oh, You're not supposed was, to. It was. Oh, that, that I will fizzled. say this. It had a lot of surprises, which made it fun, and that's why I got the plus. But okay. not enough to See, get it above. All right, Scott. Four, you... five, and six all had good feel-good endings. What? New are Hope. You, are you did kidding? it. All right. On was in carbonite. Ship to Scott. Otherwise, we're gonna keep talking. But you were excited. <laughs> you knew something was happening. <laughs> I knew something's happening in night. You knew we'd get Han back. Yes. Something might happen. So. Yeah. All right. And you just found out about Vader being the father, and you're like, oh, that means there's hope. He, they, you're communicating between ships. There's hope. Crap. Anyway, I okay. So as a film, I would say B plus for story. I would say uh, those moments that were really exciting, that were really cool. There was a lot of stuff in there that just didn't need to be in there. So as far as a film, B plus. As far as a Star Wars film, right now it's hovering around a C plus, but. It's an inconclusive grade because it's an inconclusive story. It's a part two of three of a trilogy. It's meant to be a cliffhanger, and I feel that it was written as a cliffhanger. And I hope that they know where they're going with it. And I just but I think for final judgment, I'm gonna have to reserve my judgment until I actually see part three because it was purposefully left as a cliffhanger. And I feel as a Star Wars movie, it was made dark too dark for the Star Wars. It just it, it felt like it pulled out of the Star Wars universe for me. But I have to reserve my judgment. Until I see the concluding chapter, uh-huh. I'm concerned. I'm curious where J.J. Abrams is going to go with it because he's the more uplifted version. So it'll be interesting. On the one hand, 
lost the later seasons is True. kind of a scary idea. Yeah. But other things that he's done are very exciting. So he could go back and say, hey, all these other things that we started, don't worry, we're going to go back and answer all of our questions for the first right. one and wrap it all up. And that's what I'm hoping. Wow. Sounds like a little comment. A little I'm the one that's always told it to the person that hates it. And I'm giving it an A minus. Jeez. <laughs> Wait, what? Yes, I know. it's this an A minus. I really liked it. Yes, losing Luke sucked. But we did lose Luke him. being kind of commrudging and not the hero Luke that I've ex- I've always enjoyed and expected and enjoyed in the books was not there. That's why it's not an A. But there was still a lot that I enjoyed. I did enjoy Luke's story arc because he did kind of redeem himself. He did learn something. I love the fact that they brought Yoda back in to teach that lesson. And then on the same time, Yoda was still pulling strings behind the scenes where, you know, he blasts that and he's like, those books don't mean anything. You know, Ray already possesses everything that's within him. And then the next scene you see is her closing a drawer and the books are in there. Um, you know, and I like the fact that I didn't know what was going on in the movie. It was not predictable. You know, everything that we had thought didn't matter anymore. Snoke, who cares? He's gone. Uh, so my you. grade yeah. may change after the third movie and, comes and, out. And, and Scott has a it's big point that yes. it is that middle movie. It could change if we know the remainder of the story. So uh, I still think it's an A minus. It's still my second best, second favorite Star Wars movie. So I will wrap it up with that. So give us your opinions, your thoughts, because we've given you ours and they've gone everywhere. So maybe yours will too. So with that said, we're out of here. Bye. May the force be with you. <laughs> That was R2. You're listening to Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Please subscribe and follow them on Facebook or Twitter pages. No, we're even promoting these filthy idiots. Who doesn't like them? Who doesn't like anyone? Our friends, brothers, our friends. No, shut up. Please subscribe.